Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Highlights. This is a podcast where we get to highlight works in the Brotherhood that you may not know much about. And uh, I'm your host, Michael Clark. I'm your host, Caleb Brotherford. And we've got another great episode in store for you today. We have with us today Andy and Drew Kaiser. I said that right, correct? That's, That's correct. correct. Wonderful. Yeah. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves, and then we'll get into what you guys are involved in that we're wanting to highlight today. Go ahead, Drew. Uh, I am the younger Kaiser, Drew Kaiser, and... Uh, I preach for the Asheville Road Church of Christ in Leeds. Been there 22 years and um, been writing books for class material and other purposes for pretty much that whole time. Yeah. Okay. I'm Andy Kaiser. I've been preaching the gospel for about 45 years. The last eight years have been with the Salem Church of Christ in Florence, Alabama. And, um, uh, I started about 20 years ago, a little more than 20 years ago, uh, writing books for Bible classes and uh, have enjoyed it quite a bit. like to do more than I have the time to do, but I uh, enjoy preaching the gospel, working with a great congregation in Alabama. I didn't realize you were in Florence. I'm in, I, yes. I live in Pulaski, yeah. um, just, just a little north of you. I preach there at East Hill, so I right. didn't, yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. Good deal. Well, you guys are also, uh, you run the Riddle Creek Publishing, or is it Riddle yes. Creek Publications? Publishing. Publishing. Okay, good deal. I, I can tell you that growing up, we used a lot of your books and teenage classes that I was in, and I even ended up using some of your books for personal study on certain subjects, and I uh, want to give you guys an opportunity now to kind of talk about how that got started and some of the projects you've been able to accomplish and uh, just kind of see where we go from there, what other questions might pop up. I'd like to tell you how it got started. I was preaching for the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ in Haleyville, Alabama, back 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. And at the time, I had, in such a short time span, it seems now as I look back on it, like within a month's time, I had at least three youth ministers come to me and say, I asked my high school students what they would like to study in Bible class on Sunday mornings, and they said, the book of Revelation. So can you give me some good Bible class material for teenagers for the book of Revelation? And I said, no. I can't. <laughs> and each each time, and then a little while later, another and another, and I I don't know if it's providential or what, but I, and, and after I'd been asked, I thought, well, I better check this out and do a little more research than I've done. And I, I couldn't find what I would recommend to them. So I thought, okay, I'll just have to write it. Hmm. And so I, I did an in-depth study of the book of Revelation, which really took me two years. I wrote uh, an extensive big book, and then I condensed it all down into 13 chapters for teenagers on their level. My wonderful wife came up with some good ideas. She said, you know, given the material and the kind of book that is, you need to have a... Uh, uh, what do you call this? Where you ex explain words? What do, what do I call that? In glossary. Yeah, glossary. glossary. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You need to have a glossary of words at the beginning of each chapter to help them understand the sure. meaning. And what a great idea. So I did that. And we started. And, and so Sam Hester up in Henderson, Tennessee, printed that for us and chose the cover for us. And then, and then my wife wanted to, after all the boys got away from home, my wife wanted some something to do, something more to do than housework. And so we put a print shop in our basement and she started printing that book. And oh, then, wow. then uh, Drew was asked to write material for the Lads to Leaders program for which, which pearls, not pearls, but they called it 
pearls. Pearls. Yeah. And uh, they asked yeah. him to write the material for it uh, one year, and and he agreed and asked if. Uh, and at that time, my wife had had this uh, printing print shop, and she had started this publishing business, and it's uh, Riddle Creek Publishing, and we stopped short of publishing company because we're not a company. It's just a, yeah. it's just a small small business, and so she had started that. And she did. All of the printing, cut cut the paper, cut print the covers, fold everything, cut everything, bind perfect bind and and market and and take orders and ship. She did everything except write, and we did the writing. And then when Drew wrote the material for Last of Leaders, he asked if Riddle Creek could publish it, and they said no. They did their own printing. He said, okay, you have it. You can have it for one year, and then Riddle Creek will get the material after that. So that was our second book, Make Your Stand, and it has been our most popular book from start to even this very day. We've sold 4,000 plus copies of that wow. book and it's still in demand. And then uh, I'll let Drew take over from there about uh, what followed. Well, real quick, Make Your Stand was the first book I ever did in Bible class when I was a teenager. So yeah, that, that definitely made an impact. I still can picture the cover in my head and everything. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's that's, really cool to get to do a podcast with the author now, you know. And that's that's, that's, that's my Drew, foot that's Drew on the on cover. The cover. Yeah. Okay. That's my foot. Yeah. <laughs> this was, uh, you know, 20 years ago, graphic design and stuff was a lot harder. Just finding stock images, we didn't know how to do that. So right. I had a friend who dabbled in photography and she had me stand on a piece of playground equipment got underneath my foot huh. took the picture for that cover so we it's the world's changed a lot since we started this uh mom doesn't have to cut and glue and paste and fold and print every single copy anymore which is great uh we we enjoyed uh writing these books so I don't know if you want us to go through each and every title that way, but we just started whenever we had a class or a sermon series or something we thought would be good for adult or teen Bible classes, we'd put it into writing and uh, use it. Our, our our congregations are guinea pigs. Yeah. And uh, we would use it. If it worked well, we put it in print. And um, so we've been, clicking along like that for over 20 years. We have 14 titles here at Polish in the Pulpit. We've got some others that are about to be published. Uh, one of the, so we have some that come in series. I'll just talk about some of our books. Um, we have, we're in the process of writing a series that would take a class through the book of Joshua to the end of the Old Testament. And uh, the first edition is Joshua Judges Ruth. It's from Slaves to Conquerors. Yeah. Uh, then we cover Samuel and Kings with a book called From Conquerors to Kings. And uh, the next two installments will be From Kings to Captives and From Captives to Christ. So we've even thought about backing up and doing a prequel and calling it From Creation to Slaves. I get yeah. this a little, but you know, <laughs> we're very interested in being able to take teens and adults through large portions of scripture in a systematic way, lots of Bible where they actually learn the Bible. Of course, we do have the topical studies like make your stand. Um, but, but our main interest is the textual studies. I've got a book on Proverbs called Wisdom's Call. And, you know, Proverbs is a long book, 
uh, it's uh, a lot to go through. So if you want to do it in a quarter, you know, that's that's a way to do it. And Proverbs is hard to teach in a Bible class setting. It is. And and yet Drew has organized the book in such a way. And, and in 13 lessons, he's made it very easily taught. Yeah. He's arranged the material in such a way you can uh, you can teach the book of Proverbs to your teens in, in Bible class. Sure. That's fantastic. Well, I know that... Um, we need more, more sound writing, more sound uh, things that our young people can look to and can read and that can be taught in, uh, in the classrooms. So certainly appreciative of you all um, and your work. Um, I know that I've worked in youth ministry for the last five years, and so I'm always searching for new material, new books that we can study um, and that are easy for our kids to understand, yet depth in depth and that can challenge them. Um, and, and their thinking and in their growth. Um, it's interesting when we think about the writings that many people do, certainly there are some out there that we need to try to steer our young people, I guess, away from. Uh, but certainly this sounds like something that we can present to them that they can, that they can study and that they can use. Where can people, if they want to, if they want to like buy your material and get in touch with you, where can they go? Um, where, what direction do you want to point them in, in order for them to, to be able to buy some of the, your materials? Our website is riddlecreekpublishing.com, okay. and you can buy all of our materials through that website. It, it's a, a market, and um, you can also find our materials at all of our Brotherhood bookstores. Christian Family has it, Chula Vista, uh, CEI bookstores, uh, Fred Hardman bookstores. They All of the bookstores have our, our books, and we appreciate that. We appreciate their selling sure. them and making them available. But you can buy them through our website and through pay through PayPal and, and um, uh, through credit card or whatever. And uh, and also our contact information is there, phone numbers and, and mailing address as well as the uh, email address is there. So it's, we're, we're, if you just go to our website, it's, it's easy to contact us. And we're also another thing we're doing on our website is providing a service, hopefully to the Brotherhood. Um, of adult Bible class material, where you can find it, what it is, all about it, where you can find it, and, and how you can buy it and purchase it. And uh, we're just acting there as kind of a clearinghouse or, or an advertisement for uh, Brotherhood Bible class material. Uh, we don't get anything from it. We're just, uh, we have a page on our website, uh, Bible class material, and, and Drew and I say here is the Bible class material that we recommend. We vet it. And then we put the, the book and, and something about it and something about the writer and where you can find it. And then if you click on that link, you'll go straight to their website sure. for the purchasing of it. And yeah, if so, you guys ever, I'm sure that you've searched for material yourself or your deacon over education or your adult class teacher is panicking. It's the week before yeah. the new quarter. What do I teach? What do I teach? And I know you've done this, I've done this. You start combing the internet and you go to various sources. And a lot of our authors now just have their own page or they're sold through this bookstore or that. So we're hoping to be a one-stop shop where you can go. And if we don't sell it, of course, we just sell our titles. Like Dad said, it will link you to whatever bookstore you can get it from. And if you like the kind of material we sell and you trust us, these are things that we've vetted and say, you know, this this you can trust in an adult Bible class or a teen Bible class, depending on the material. So yeah. it's something kind of new that we're working on. Yeah. yeah. We're addition. just building that. We're just yeah. getting sure. that up. And 
well, getting that's, it together. That's really neat, though, because a lot of times as preachers, there are a lot of religious sites and religious bookstores that used to, I mean, Lifeway kind of went out of business other than online only shopping now, but there used to be a lot of bookstores that you could go to and you really didn't know who was who and what was what until you read it. And I can't tell you how many times I've purchased a book and read it and got to the end and thought, I'm probably never going to use a good majority of what I just read. So having a resource like that, that's helpful is, is a good thing. Now I, I do have a question though, from typing to print, about how long of a process is, well, I guess I should say from planning to print, because you first have to plan the book, I know, or talk about what you want to write. Oh, boy. How long does that take of a process to get a book made? Depends on it, which one of us you ask. Right. Uh, <laughs> who's writing it? it that's, okay. That, that's a big difference. Drew can write a book in a month. Okay. Oh, that's well. not true. <laughs> he can turn out. He, Drew is very prolific. In fact, in fact, he of, of the 14 books that we have on our table over there, he's written eight of them. Okay. Oh, wow. And he can turn out a book, in, it, but it takes me years to do a book. I just get distracted too much, and I get <laughs> into too many things. But he told you about the third and fourth installment of that series on Israel in the Old Testament. and He has already written installment four. And the reason it's not yet in print is because we'd like to have installment three done before right. we print his. And that's guess my who's writing? Yeah, yeah, that's sure. my responsibility. I've been working on it three years now. So, okay. but, hey, I got to Hezekiah. What do you leave out? <laughs> yeah. You know, I just want one chapter on Hezekiah. So sure. what do you leave He's out? He's basically right. doing divided kingdom in 13 chapters. And that's oh, not wow. an easy. No, that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a tall a order. Yeah, putting, I, I got to put Israel and Judah in chronological order. I got to bring over the, 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 uh, uh, prophets who worked with those kings in those reigns and get all of that in sure. order. Man. And it's it's been a challenge. But we, we've got 10 chapters done. Hey. Oh, let's go. <laughs> so in the next couple of years when the three chapters are finished. That's right. Uh, no. It'll be in print. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I have, I have both of those other installments on my shelf. And uh, I love the idea about even going back, if you, if you ever had the time and could do that, to get it to from creation to slaves, as you put it. That'd be great, too. Uh, now, you, you said that it takes you a little bit less time to write you a little bit more when do you write i mean you're you're full-time preachers you've got local work to be involved in doing then you've got also the the publishing side of this too where i'm sure there's day-to-day operations that come involved with that so when do you find time to write what do you normally do to, to stop for a few moments and get some writing in uh i have kids at home so if i don't write when they're in bed i don't get much done so when I'm really in the midst of a project, I start at 5 a.m. and work until they get up, 6.45, 7 o'clock. Um, and then there are some other rare moments where I get to do some writing. But I, I wish I could say that I was this highly organized, routine guy, but I'm not in a stage of my life where I can you know, set a routine. I don't know that any preacher is. You get interrupted during your day, but... Usually early mornings for me, uh, I don't know what dad's process I am, is. I am the worst example in the world. I just do it when I can find or create some time. And I've, I've really made a big mistake this year. I would have finished that the, book, the third book from uh, Kings to Captives. But um, I had this bright idea that I was going to teach the life of Christ in my adult Bible class on Wednesday <laughs> evenings. And I was going to start and do it chronologically from before his birth until his ascension and just put all of the background material in there and biographies and geographies and 
and uh, put it in chronological order, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all in chronological order and everything. And I started, and I started writing on that, and it's it has become a behemoth, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. and it and I spend two days a week on that. Sure. And uh, then I have two sermons and a, and another class to work on, and uh, mm-hmm. so I've I, I've made I'm, I'm the it worst. was it was I'm not it was not a mistake though because the material is beautiful and I think it'll turn into a book and yeah, uh, it's going to be a really good. Absolutely. Well, it's resource. Yeah, I've been very encouraged because the church has just been really excited about it and really uh, enjoying the study and getting a lot from it. And so I, it, it is a challenge, though, and I'm enjoying that writing. But like I said, it takes me two days a week yeah. to get Wednesday night ready. Sure. Sure. Well, are there any projects up the up up ahead outside of what we've talked about with volume three and four that maybe y'all have their Maybe some things that you're looking forward to. We understand if you can't talk about anything yet because it's hard. Sometimes you can make a commitment and then it may fall through or whatever. But anything you want to talk about that we could be looking forward to in the future? Well, there is that one on Jesus, but and I don't know about it's being a book because I'm already I'm I'm not that far into the life of Christ and I'm already like 130 pages, eight and a half by eleven. You Couple know, volumes then. So. Uh, I don't, that would be such a big book. I don't know if we could ever get that published or not. But we, we have these two books we've got to get done this year. We've got, we will get them done this year. He's already written his. But I, I, I want to say a couple of other things. Yeah. About our book. Uh, they're all very, of course, biblically centered. They're full of Bible with the proper application of the Scripture and timely. Drew is just, well, last year we published and printed uh, Dangerous Playground. Christian and social media, a very needed book. And we just need to get uh, that into more people's hands because of uh, social media today and how it's being used and the dangers of it. He points those out and how to deal with them. So, uh, you know, our books are very timely. And our uh, our youngest son, my youngest son, uh, his Drew's youngest brother, uh, wrote one of the installments in that series. He wrote the first one, and uh, From Slaves to Conquerors. And his wife is a graphic design artist. And she does our covers, and she does our maps, and she's very, very talented. We have some really attractive, eye-catching covers that she has done some beautiful work on. Uh, so we we we've kind of slowed down on our projects. Drew has Drew has gone in a different direction. He's writing short stories, <laughs> yeah, and he's working on a novel, and so. He's and, and he's a busy guy. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of uh, uh, has, has slowed us down a little bit here in the last uh, year or so. Can I put a plug in for sure. my short story? So I'm um, trying to build a readership to maybe attract a, a, a fiction publisher. So if anybody is interested in, I guess you would call it Christian fiction, fantasy fiction, they can listen to my podcast, Burdens. You can find it. Um, you can find it through my website, drewkaiser.com. And it's uh, basically short stories that are fantasy genre, Christian themed. And uh, check that out and see yeah. if it's, it's not for everybody. Sure. But, uh, sure. It's, well, that, it's a little weird. I'll be honest. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I have to agree. I'm sure J.R. Tolkien and and others were considered pretty weird when they yeah. first pitched their ideas too. So yeah. you know, uh, you know, yeah. talking about hobbits roaming Middle Earth, right. I'm sure a lot of people are like, 
what you that? lost me <laughs> um, yeah. for sure well caleb you have anything else you want to no, ask just them? appreciate you guys and the work that y'all do in the kingdom just uh, continue to keep to keep it up thank you yeah. thank you for having us on the show yeah, thank you so much yeah andy drew thank you so much uh, for all you've done in, in my own personal life with my studies thank you for being on the podcast today we'll put all their information in the show notes and where you can find things and uh until the next highlights episode we just ask that you take care and god bless Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.